You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome. Yes, this is the 100th episode. Woohoo! Stoke is steady in the air. And as I like to say with each podcast, if we look hard enough, we can find something to be grateful for. Practicing the art of gratitude will make your life magical. So do that each and every day, throughout the day, find something to be thankful for. Okay? So, guys, if you have questions or comments about this podcast, you can always go to my Instagram page, which is Tia underscore Johnson underscore, or go to my Facebook group if you want your questions to be a little bit more private by going to Spiritual and Empowerment Living. All right? So you can just click uh, Request to Join Group. You'll get added. And what you would do is you would just post your question or comment under the new podcast alert image, okay? So it's the same image on my Instagram as it is in my Facebook group. So you can post it there. I will get back to you. I love the responses. You guys rock. So while month or while May is the uh, month for spiritual literacy, I wanted to make this podcast special because it's the 100th episode. It's the last day of May. <laughs> so a lot of lot of uh, milestones here. I, from the bottom of my heart, want to say thank you. Um, it has not always been easy to have this podcast because I have multiple surgeries from the time I started this podcast, which caused me to pause it for some time. But uh, sticking through to the things or sticking uh, with what we love, no matter what, even if that means we have to get back on the bandwagon, which I will talk about in a little bit, makes a world of a difference. It really tests our endurance. It tests our faith. It tests a lot uh, of everything. It, it, It requires our entire being. Okay. So if it's something that we really, truly want, even when life gives us a one-two punch and a roundhouse kick, uh, we will find a way. So that's what I really wanted to say to you guys is that this is a very important episode for more than one reason. Um, I have been podcasting for quite some time now, and what I have learned besides the fact of you know sticking to your guns is that what's meant for you will always be there. Okay, so the the archive, the previous podcasts are still there. 
Um, it remained on iTunes, so it wasn't like it went away. Uh, and I was able to pick up right where I left off. So just keep that in mind when, when you're going through something in life and it causes you to regroup. Just know that you have what it takes. You really, truly do. You have what it takes to grab the wheel and get right back to it. All right. So our topic, getting past your nerves and taking action. Oh, I almost forgot. I do have a special bonus for you guys at the end. So stick with me till the end. I want to talk about getting past your nerves and taking action, how we can do that, because Again, this 100 episode really is about me getting past my nerves and taking action. I was nervous to start all over again. And some thoughts that come to mind are, oh my God, people are going to think that I'm a flake because here I am getting back to, you know, the grind with this or, you know, how am I going to get the listeners back? You know, a lot of thoughts come to mind. I decided to break down getting past your nerves a few ways to help you uh, just, just take some of the things, if not all, and apply it to different areas in your life because we really do have to get past our nerves on a day-to-day basis of many things, many, many things, okay? So I first broke it down as free versus paid, right? So there are a lot of ways we can get past our nerves. We can, uh, you know, talk to ourselves, right? We can uh, say affirmations, but Right here, number one, and I have five points here. One I have is to talk to your stakeholders. And by stakeholders, I mean the people who want you to succeed no matter what. And I probably sound like a broken record at this point about the people in your life. But I have to do this. I am just moved. Spirit is telling me to constantly remind people who the stakeholders are in their life. Constantly tell them about the three groups of people because it's so easy to forget who's rooting for you and who's not at times because of group number two. So I'm going to tell you the groups. So group number one involves the group of people who want you to succeed no matter what. Okay. These are the people who invest your, their time their energy, their money, their resources, because they believe in you. They believe in your brand, your message. They want you to succeed no matter what. Group number two are the group of people who want you to succeed but not to surpass them. These are the people who will drop the ball on you. These are the people who do things half-baked. You know, like they would do it, but they won't see it to the end, which is slightly different than dropping the ball. People when I say drop the ball, is okay. They will help you in a very big way, and then oh my gosh, something happens. And the second point when I when I'm saying is regarding half baked is is they'll throw you a bone every now and then. They'll help you somewhat every now and then, but you can feel that is not the um, the energy, the intention behind it isn't genuine. These are the people who tell you things like that's cute, that's nice. You could tell by the vibe that when they say that's nice, they don't really mean it. It's it's like a backhanded compliment. Or they're trying to um, minimum, minimum, minimalize <laughs> your greatness. They're trying to just knock you down a couple of notches. And group number three are the group of people who don't want you to succeed. You know it. They're your classic haters. 
group number two are the most dangerous group because they come as your mother, your sister, your friend, the churchgoer, your coworker, you know, they, in many, many forms, okay? And you feel like you may owe these people something because they have done good for you in the past. You know, they help you out. But something changed. Maybe you got bigger than what they thought you would <laughs> ever become, right? So something in them makes them want you not to succeed. So this is why I stress to talk to your stakeholders, people who want you to succeed. They have stake in you, right? They have some reason to want you to succeed. They just like you. They love you. You're their protege, you know, whatever the case may be, but they want you to make it. Talk to them when you need to get past your nerve because they will remind you of your greatness. They will remind you that Many, many people have been in similar or or the same situation as you. They will remind you how you can get back on a bandwagon, how to get past your nerves, okay? These are the people who will help you to get past it when you need someone to talk to, okay? And by free, yeah, I mean, you are utilizing time, which is very precious, but in a sense, you're not paying for a therapist, you know, you're not... And some of the other points I'll make in a minute, but you know, this is the quickest way to help you get passionate or to pick up the phone, call someone, or you know, meet them at a coffee shop, talk to them. Point number two is a Facebook group. I love the private Facebook group. So private Facebook groups are groups where you can um comment on a post or you can just post your own. Um, words in that group and no one outside the group will see it. So they can see who's in the group, but they can't see what you write. And that's why I like that because it allows for the environment to be safe. And say you need to talk to someone who uh, maybe is across the country, you have your, your Facebook pen pal. Okay. So that's great. And I haven't come across a private Facebook group where someone blatantly uh, violated the agreement of that group and post someone's sensitive sensitive uh, story or, you know, um, information without that person's permission. So it's very great to do it that way if you don't have anyone in your immediate area who you can talk to, all right? So go old school, pen pals, but the Facebook version. <laughs> Next is to, this is something I love to do. Number three, read who have pushed through, Okay read about wildly successful people. I am guaranteeing you that celeb that you see looks fabulous, that actor who looks like he has it going on, they've been through a lot, a lot. And sometimes it's so unbelievable, you would think that it was from a movie. Some of these actors have really experienced their siblings getting killed, raped, kidnapped, I mean, it's it's amazing. It is it's crazy to even think about it. So read about people who had to get past their nerves. Sometimes it's anxiety. Sometimes it's recuperating from a mega loss, okay, whether it's financial or otherwise. That can be your inspiration, okay? If he can do it, if he can prevail, I can definitely do it. Maybe I'll use some of the things that he used. 
Maybe she does have a point when she said A, B, C, D. Maybe she's on to something here. Okay, start reading about these people that are household names, you know, Maya Angelou, for example. Okay, start reading about the background of these people because they are great. I saw a video interview of Maya Angelou where she said, uh, I think it was two years or a year, for, I want to say a year, she did not it might have been more. But anyway, there was a time where she did not speak. And instead, because she was raped, so she didn't speak. She she So she was raped, and she had told her uncles about it, and, they, and, and the, the, her rapist ended up dead. And so uh, she thought that it was her fault because she had told what happened. She thought she was responsible for this man's death. And so she stopped talking. And she said during her time where she wasn't talking, she read and she read and she read. And she said that because of the reading, she essentially emerged as a, a different woman, a different person, someone who is now going to utilize their voice. And she did so beautifully in her poetry and her words. So, again, she got past a lot. I mean, that, oh, my gosh, that is tragic what happened to her. But she found a way to help her, to, to help her to heal, to help her. So maybe we can start reading more, writing more, take a page from her book. Which leads me to number four, write and reflect. In my my day bag, I have a notepad. Actually, I have two notepads, multiple pens. I have a blue pen, pink pen, green pen, and I write. I also type notes in my phone. I do this because I like to... Not just my thoughts on paper, but an idea. When an idea pops in my mind, I feel like I need to write it down and maybe save it for later. I have so many book titles written down, written down that are waiting to become a reality, and they're just they're they're in my notes. It's not time for them to come out yet, but they are there. And I get to reflect on that and ask the question, is it time for this book? No, it's not. Is it time for this idea? Uh, not not yet, but hang on to it. Getting past my nerves via writing is one of the most immediate healing methods I can ever do for myself. Because it reminds me of all the great things I have within and all those great things that I'm going to eventually share with everyone out there. And I know, I know from the bottom of my heart that it is going to help people on multiple levels. And it's okay if I don't know about it because there are people who, you know, have my book in different countries now, and I'm not going to meet everybody. I get that. I'm not going to meet them, but I know 
I feel it. I know that I've helped people. So to help you get past your nerves, start writing. Write down your ideas. Write down your thoughts. Write down places you want to travel, food you want to try, the person who you want to meet, the nerve that you want to get over. Write, write it all down and reflect. Five years from now, you're going to look back on that and you're going to think, wow, to think that was the one thing that almost stopped me from getting to where I'm at right now. Heck, a year from now, you may say that. That one thing, that one nerve, you know, that, that one thing that made me nervous, that was just bothering me for so long, that one thing almost stopped me from reaching my greatness, almost stopped me from meeting that person. Can you imagine that? Write and reflect. And number five, ask yourself the tough questions. And I say that because we have to constantly question ourselves. I mean, we we should be questioning ourselves and the people around us and the things we believe in just to make sure that we're still on point with everything. You know, because some things get updated. Sometimes we change regarding our, our beliefs about certain things. And we have to ask ourselves the tough questions. Right now I'm reading Danielle Laporte's White Hot Truth. And if you don't know who Danielle Laporte is, look her out. She is amazing. And I am asking myself, what's my white hot truth? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so I'm asking myself tougher questions. Now, Danielle's writings are making me think deeper. All right. So if you're saying to you, look, I'm not even trying to get that deep right now. I'm trying to get through my nerves right now. That's okay. That's okay. Take it one step at a time. But what I'm saying to you is you have to ask yourself the tough questions because we are inundated with so much information. Like all the time, even if we're not conscious of it, our brain is absorbing everything. And some things do get sent to the junk pile <laughs> and, you know, eventually get deleted. But we are absorbing information on a constant basis, okay? And with that, we had to remind ourselves to filter some of these things because if we see things a lot, we may take it as truth. For example, I was watching a video with um, a member from Run DMC. It was um, Daryl McDaniel. And he was saying that back in the day, if your song made it on the radio, it's because you were actually good. You didn't pay the, 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 uh, the company to put your song on rotate a lot you know it's because you made it you know you invested money wisely etc and he said now you hear a song you hear the same song every couple of minutes it's like there was a time where well actually not there was a time this was a, a, I want to say two weeks ago I was going to lunch with a friend and he had turned from one stage to another and they were playing the same Justin Bieber song but it was just a, a couple of seconds behind the other song. That's so crazy, right? We're just hearing this over and over and over again. 
And and I'm not saying Justin Bieber isn't good at saying how we hear this song over and over again. So back to uh, Daryl, he, he was saying that, you know, now he can't tell what music is actually good because, you know, you're hearing it all the time over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. We need to think about that. You know, ask ourselves, just because we see something over and over and over and over and over and over or hear it over and over and over and over and over, does that make it right? Does that make it true? Is it our truth? So think about that. Do you really want what you're seeing on TV or seeing in a magazine or, you know, is that really what you want? Because it's there. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you got influence. Maybe you really like it. Sometimes it does happen. You hear a song over and over and you think, oh, I was okay, but you hear it again. You think, okay, I'm warming up to it and warmed up to me. Okay, fine. That's okay. No harm there. But what about what about marriage? What about having kids? What about getting a promotion? That job? Is are these the things that you want? You have to ask yourself that because you're investing your time, your money, you, you know, so you got to be really all in it because if not, there's going to be a lot of problems, more than what you care to have. So ask yourself these tough questions. So when you are getting past your nerves, ask yourself, is this what I want? Do I want to get back on a bandwagon regarding this? Is this what I truly want? Maybe this is a sign that I shouldn't do that. I should go this way. Another story I want to give you is about The Rock. Um, he he was um, he was a football player for a while, and he got cut from the team. He got a call back months later to be back on the team, and he told the coach he'll think about it. And he he was talking to his dad about it. That's so crazy, you know. You're gonna be your career. You know, you got the chance to get back. And he said, ah. I don't think that's for me. I want to get into the family business of wrestling. And we, we know the rest is history with that. So maybe, just maybe, getting off the bandwagon or, <coughs> excuse me, getting knocked off the bandwagon was a good thing. <coughs> excuse me. Maybe that was good. And maybe that's not for you anymore. <clears throat> which leads me to the pay version. Retreats. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love retreats. They are eye openers. They allow you to be open, receptive. They allow you to be you. If you're comfortable in that situation, you know, it's it's really up to you when to give up yourself to the process during that retreat. I've been on retreats where I just bawled my eyes out. And this was in high school. It was called Kairos. You know, it was God's time. And it was a great time. And, man, I wrote and wrote and read letters from people and Whew, yes, I don't think I ever cried as hard as I did <laughs> that weekend, but it was very therapeutic. And I've been in other retreats where, you know, I just, 
I wasn't quite feeling it as much, but, you know, I tried to remain open, and that's okay. Going on retreats aren't supposed to pressure you into being open. They're not supposed to pressure you into telling your deepest, darkest secret, especially to strangers. Even if you do know some of these people who went, who are there with the, uh, or are there with you at the retreat, you know, still maybe you're not ready to open up to them on that level. And that's okay. That's not what the retreat is for. The retreat is for you. But one of the, the reasons for a retreat is to allow you to unload, to let go, to regroup, reevaluate, but it's not meant to pressure you. If you want to, you know, open up to people, that's, again, a-okay. But, again, be conscious the whole time there, all right? So one paid, and I have three to go on a retreat. Two is to go to a therapist, people who are actually trained to help you when you are trying to get past your nerves, okay? So maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's um, a fear of public speaking that just almost make you feel like you're paralyzed, like you can't do anything when you're up there talking, okay? <clears throat> Going to people who are trained to help you can be a big, big uh, difference in how you approach everything else in your life. And by doing so, you allow yourself to be able to move on after you address the issue, right? It's just like when we are attending to a wound. We don't just put a Band-Aid over it. We have to first examine the wound to see, you know, how bad it is, what we need to do. Should we go to the ER? Is it something I can just cleanse on my own? You know, first we need to evaluate the wound. Then something simple, we'll rub a little alcohol on it, and then we put the Band-Aid on it, and then we go on about our life. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with seeing a therapist. I know in certain um, social environments, going to a therapist is taboo. Screw that. <laughs> no one's living your life but you. So it's okay. You don't have to really want to see a therapist um, if that's how you want it. And also with some medical insurances, you get up to three or four visits, you know, where you don't have to pay out of pocket. So look into that. And then last is going on vacation. If there's something about being away from your current environment and people who you know. There's something about that. There's something magical about that. Okay. Sometimes it's just as simple as getting the girls together and going to Mexico or getting the girls together and, you know, backpacking through Europe, whatever the case may be, going on a cruise, whatever. But sometimes it's, it's simple. It's very, very, very simple. You just need new air. <laughs> you need to take a deep breath in different air, okay? So... And the bonus I have here is to think about maybe you just need to move. Maybe you need to move to a different city altogether. Maybe that city is no longer for you. My uh, neighbor from, oh gosh, many years ago when I was a child, when her mother passed away, she moved from Philly. She said, this, 
is too much for me. Everything here reminds me of Philly. The way she got past her nerves to move on was moving to California. She moved to San Bernardino. And then ended up seeing her years later. She was driving in her car. Her sons were grown. And it's so funny because my grandmother used to watch them. We used to watch Power Rangers together. All right. So now they're fully grown men. And she she just happened to see me driving. We caught up real quick. And then I haven't seen her since. So she she's either um, back in Philly to stay or she was visiting. I don't know. But, you know, that's great. Sometimes we just need to leave. Just move. So keep that in mind. Getting back on bandwagon. I was talking about this a little bit earlier in the show. I want you to know that I don't want you to get caught up on where you're at because it's where you're going that matters. Take acknowledgement of your current situation. But if you're like me, it's easy for you to have imagination about your current circumstance and how the heck are you going to get out of it, okay? I just started walking uh, about two months ago now, about two and a half months ago from a foot surgery where I wasn't allowed to walk for three and a half months. So I had to mentally prepare myself to go back to the gym. Um, I went from going to the gym every single day, practically. I have my Snapchat to prove it. So <laughs> if you were following me on Snapchat, you saw me walking up to my gym and, you know, but um, th- that was my accountability because I didn't have a, a, a gym partner. So I went from that being highly sociable, going to events in Philly to zilch, nothing, everything stopped. And that was very devastating, very depressing, very hurtful. I had loving friends who visited me, so they rock. (laughs) Of course, my mom helped me. She rocks. But uh, when you are a highly sociable person and everything stops, that's very, very hurtful. And to get back into the mentality of doing the things that you used to do is yet another hurdle. So, I had my gym membership put on pause for the months I was recuperating, and it got reinstated in March, and I didn't fully start going back until earlier this month. So, yeah, it took me roughly the same amount of time amount of time I was out to get my mindset right to go back to the gym, okay, because I lift weights. I do um, some cardio. Every now and then I do a class depending on how my ankle is during that day. And I do the steam room, the whirlpool, all that. So it's a collection of things that I do there. But I had to get past my nerve. I had to mentally think, how the heck am I going to incorporate going to the gym into my life? Because I had to go to physical therapy first to strengthen my ankle before I could do anything else. Right? So I had to get my ankle to rotate. (laughs) All right? And do other things. I could have easily stayed in a mindset of, oh, my gosh, I got to go to physical therapy. Oh, my gosh, my ankle's locked today. I, I, I can barely move it. Oh, my gosh, the weather's bothering it. And still not go to the gym. <clears throat> it's not where you're at, guys. It's where you want to go. If we constantly think about where we are currently, 
that's what we're going to continue to see. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to be able to say, okay, this is my situation, but this is not where it's going to stay. This is my situation, but I got a plan to move on. So think about where you're going. A common question I get asked is, how do I do what I do and all the things that I do and, you know, still maintain doing it? Okay, well, I think about how I want to live the rest of my life. Excuse me. I think about not the current situation. While, while, yes, I do live in the present, I have to think about going forward. Because if I don't think about my future plans, future Tia, all I'm going to think about is just right now. I need to have my scope a little bit longer, a little bit wider. I know how I want to live the rest of my life. So I'm laying the groundwork right now. So again, don't get caught up at where you're at. Think about where you want to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next, it's okay to admire, but don't compare. And I want you to be conscious of this because as I stated earlier, we get flooded with so much information. We see what people do, what they what they are eating. Um, we see, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> I want to tell you a story. Uh, so this morning, um, I had to get ready, getting up early, and my stepdad was in the bathroom before I was, and so uh, he was teasing me. He said, oh, I'm ready. I'm going downstairs. I'm all ready. And I said, yeah, well, you woke up an hour earlier. You should be ready. So, you know, we're teasing each other back and forth. And I thought later, this is probably what some people go through. They compare the, oh, the person who's ready, even though they had a a head start, and they didn't, right? So I'm going to be 30 minutes to slightly an hour behind my stepdad who got up early and is ready. So think about that for a minute. How many people are comparing their year three in business to someone year 13 in business or year seven in business? How many people are comparing, uh, you know, their eating plan versus someone who's been at it for years? Like, oh, I wish I could have the stomach like them and eat like them and work out like them. That's what they do. (laughs) They're pro at this time. You're in your third month of doing it right. Give yourself some time. A guy I follow on Instagram said it took him three years to get the body that he has now. I'm thinking, okay, um, I just got back from surgery, so I'm going to need <laughs> some more time. <laughs> I need an extension. So <laughs> don't compare. Be conscious of that. Admire. Admire. Ask them, hey, how, how do you do what you do? How, how do you eat properly on a daily basis? excuse me, what you're going to find out is that they have cheat days too. But their cheat day will be different than your cheat day because their body is different than your body. They may not eat meat, but you eat meat, and that's okay. You know, so keep that in mind. Next, one of my personal favorites, social media isn't always your best friend in the healing process. So you're getting back on the bandwagon. 
you're in your Facebook group, that's that's great. Stay off the news feeds. The news feeds are a great way for people to act like Hollywood stars. And again, this is not a personal attack on anyone. This isn't a non-personal attack on anyone. It's the truth, okay? People are more likely to post the nice things, the positive things that are going on in their life than they are the negative, and that's okay. But it can easily mislead people, and I don't want that to happen to you, okay? So just know that um, you need to be aware. What you see on social media is a small portion of what's going on in their entire life, okay? So keep that in mind. Don't get hang up over you know, any name the stereotype, boom, think about it. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. I could go on and on and on. So don't get too caught up in the, the social media highlight reel. And then it, that includes Instagram and Snapchat. I have seen people acting like they were having a grand old, old time at a party and they sat down the entire time. But you would think they were just, you know, turning up, having fun. They were being antisocial. Uh, <laughs> last, do something new and meet new people. I'm not saying to trade in your best friend. I'm not saying to trade in your longtime, you know, friends. And I'm just saying, just you know, meet someone new. Just have a conversation about something completely different, you know, um, than than what you normally would talk about. You know, just just try something new, something to just give a shock to your world, a change to the system. You know, just. Something new. Even if you don't see it through the whole 30 days, just maybe, you know, try something for two weeks. Taking action. You need a game plan. Game plans are important. It doesn't have to be pretty. And your game plan will change. But you have to have a game plan. I don't care that's a one-year plan, a three-year plan, a five-year plan. You just have to have a game plan. You have to. Because if you don't have a game plan, then my next point, you won't have the checkpoint. It's like in a video game, we each have these checkpoints. And I talked about this before, where if we are, not if, while we are on our path to greatness, to accomplishing something, in this case, getting past our nerves, taking action to get back to where we need to be, we can't fall but so far back. Meaning that when you set up parameters for yourself and you're just like, okay, checkpoint. Here, I'm going back to the gym or checkpoint D. I'm going to eat. I'm eating better. I got I got my my list of food I want to buy, or checkpoint. I wrote the first chapter of my book. I'm going to have this book done by the end of this month. Checkpoint. You know, I I started my Instagram page. You know, whatever whatever your goal is, I want to get a hundred people by the end of this month. You know, starting just June first. Start June first. In a June, I want, I want 100 people on my Instagram page. I got to start it. Checkpoint, start your Instagram. And then the mentality. 
when you have your game plan in mind, you have a map that this is what I'm going to do, and something sets you back, you're not the person you once were. So even though you have a setback, you know what you're going to do. You're not the the person who, you know, when they were just beginning, you know, they, you know, getting stuff together, they're trying to figure it all out. You already had your checkpoint. You had some things figured out. So when you do have to regroup, you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this, this, and this, but I'm going to do that differently, and that should work. As opposed to, oh, my God, it's not working. I don't understand why this isn't working. Let me go do a whole bunch of research. and you know, No, 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 no. You may, you may consult somebody this time instead of spending hours reading, you know, because you did that already. You read, you put your time in, now you want to bounce some ideas off of somebody. So when you have checkpoints, like in a game, once you read, you can always go back to the lower level to get like extra points in a game. But the checkpoint is, you know, once you hit that and something else happens down that road, you get sent back to that point. You don't get sent back to square one. You get sent back to square two as you're trying to go to square three. But if you don't have those checkpoints, if you don't save, you know, like in a game back in the day, you had to save it. Now it's automatically saved. But if you don't have it, then you're just going and going and going. And when something bad does happen, it's like you're all the way back in square one. But because you didn't have any checkpoints, you don't remember the great things you did along the way. You don't have those kind reminders The I wrote chapter one. I started my Instagram page. I have my meal plan together. I'm going back to the gym because I have my membership uh, reinstated. You know, all these things, if you don't have any of that, you can't remember which, because you're always doing something. We are always doing something, which is why I said talk to your stakeholders first, because it's easy to forget the great things that we have done. Maya Angelou said, People will forget what we had done for them, but they never forget how we made them feel, right? So we're always going to forget the things that we do, all right? So have your checkpoints. Write them down if you need to, all right? Some people like to write down uh, the followers they have in one month from Instagram and Facebook, and then they compare it the next month to see their growth rate, and uh, or maybe if it didn't grow, then they can look and see, okay, what do I need to do differently? So if you need to write it down, create a self spreadsheet, do it. Next, get your thoughts out of your head and onto paper. This is slightly different than I was saying earlier when I touched a little bit on thoughts, but I talked more about ideas. What I'm saying is write down your emotions. Write down how you're thinking, what you're feeling. And the reason why, the main reason why is because we could be our own therapist. We are our first line of defense. We are our own advocate. So we can get some of these emotions, these things out of our system and onto paper, you know, get that thought out of our head. We can have a book in the making, heck, a movie in the making, a blog post in the making, you know, whatever the case may be, a workshop in the making. I don't know, but it allows you to, uh, some of the things that hold people back when they're taking action, you know, how do I express this? How do I express that? You know, when you're getting passionate, how, how do I express that I'm trying to get past something here and still look like a sane human being or still like someone who has it together, but I'm just going through a rough patch. And then I want you to take notes of your surroundings and your dreams because we are 
always receiving messages from spirit. So write down your dreams, you know, what's going on in your dreams. There's a message there waiting for you to unlock and take note of, of your surroundings. You know, what are you seeing? And um, in time, you will see that what you are experiencing, what you are seeing is something that will allow you to become like a phoenix, just be reborn, okay? Stronger, badder, better. It may not look like that at the time. I know when I couldn't walk for three and a half months, it did not feel like that, but you really do come back better, stronger, better. You really do. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy, like, okay, we're just talking about better, like really stronger, better. Okay, but it's it's true. And those words just rolled off from the top of my head. So um, that's what it feels like. All right. Just take note of your surroundings. What do you see? What what does it look like? And do you want to change that? Okay. Just simply going to work. We're just, there are some things that are redundant in our life and we don't take time to know our surroundings. And you might just need to take a few steps back and have a coming to life moment where you're just like, you know what? This ain't for me anymore. Me getting over my nerves and taking action means I need to I need to change a few things here. This environment just this ain't for me. This this is not it. And it may take you a couple of months to change a few things. And that's okay. Again, throw timing out the window because whatever timeline you think you have, they ain't it. <laughs> I can tell you from being an entrepreneur, talking with other entrepreneurs, even with clients, where they're just like, Oh well, you know, I thought I would have it together by this time. Like, yeah, throw that time on out the window. Time, time is almost a joke. While it is precious, you know, our time is precious, but our timeline when we think things should be, it, yeah, forget about that. So I want to give you the bonus. Um, I want to make sure that you guys receive this gift um, before I do a quick recap. So I want you to go to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash 100 episode, and that's just a number. So 100 episode. Type the code episode 100, and you will receive my ebook for free. Okay, so again, go to tiamariejohnson.com 100 episode. Type in the code episode 100, and there is a free ebook waiting for you. So a quick recap. To get past your nerves, there are free and paid ways to do it. Okay, talk to your stakeholders, Facebook groups, research people who push through wildly successful people, write and reflect, ask yourself the tough questions. Hey, go on retreat, see a therapist, go on vacation. Bonus, maybe you need to move out of the city altogether. That's okay. I know several people who have done it and it worked very well for them. Getting back on the bandwagon. Don't get caught up on where you're at because it's where you're going. It's okay to admire, but don't compare. You need to be conscious of your social media is not always your friend in the healing process. By that, I mean the Facebook highlight reel, the social media highlight reel. Stay off the news feed. Okay, stay away from the news feed. Um, do something new and meet new people. Just you know, give it a try. Just from, for a fresh perspective. Taking action. You need a game plan? 
It doesn't have to be pretty, and it will change. Okay? You need checkpoints to help you to uh, remind you of your greatness. Okay? Get your thoughts out of your head and onto paper and take note of your surroundings and your dreams. Bonus points. Go to tmrjohnson.com forward slash 100 episode. Use the code episode 100 to get the ebook for free. That's my latest book, How to Get to the Point in Your Life, A Path of Revelations and Revivals. <clears throat> Last but not least, I want to tell you about the upcoming uh, summit cruise I'm co-hosting with uh, my friend and Brandy Concierge, uh, Candy Casey Bisball's condom. I am co-hosting the Creativepreneur Summit at Sea, and your brand for speakers, authors, and live streamers. We are August 28th and returning September 1st. We are leaving out of the port of Miami, and we are going to the Bahamas, people. So we will be going to Nassau, Coco Cay, Florida Keys, and then returning back to the port of Miami. Day one is meet and greet. Day two is build your own speakers platform and elevator pitch competition. Day four is a productive breakfast meet. We will be in the Bahamas at this time, so you have us just doing breakfast. And by us, I mean the panelists, so you get to pick our brains and then have fun in the Bahamas. <laughs> Day four is Build Your Live Streaming Universe and Authors Roundtable Competition. And there we have it. That's it. So if you are interested in attending the cruise, send an email to summitcruise at gmail.com. And, you know, just let me know. And you will be in like Flynn. Thank you so much for listening. I apologize for the cost. <laughs> I'm overcoming uh, a sickness. So, again, thank you so much. You guys rock. Here's to another 100 episodes. Please, please, please practice the art of gratitude. Um, again, I just want you to know that I want your days to be filled with endless blessings. Okay, so I will talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful day. With many blessings. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Dad is counting down the minutes until he picks his daughter up at school. And just like any teen, she's in the I-don't-want-to-be-seen-with-dad phase. But one thing he didn't count on? Ruining his daughter's rep because he forgot to fix the brakes on his car. Dad! Think ahead. Think advance. Save up to $40 by mail with purchase of CarQuest Platinum Brake Pads and two CarQuest Rotors at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?